0: good evening to the happy uh spurs listeners tuning in for which i'm very grateful and do appreciate uh your both your time spent uh hearing and supporting the steve perryman podcast As usual, I'm using, for the want of a better term, both Tom and Howard in its production and background knowledge as to keeping me on my toes with producing this evening's show. All of us being Tottenham people, I hope that's right, Tom. Uh, Not by birth. Uh, I hasten to add, I think I speak for us all as to our great improvement of late, form wise. And with the hope that this brings with it, uh, when looking forward to future games, be it this weekend or as far as to the end of the season, for what's been a difficult season, for all sorts of reasons that we know about and much that we don't or shouldn't even know about either. I open with good evening as it's Friday evening, and this should get to you during Saturday. When on Sunday we have another important game upon us against the local rivals. Or put in there a word that you're happier to use. Out of respect, I tend to use the word rivals. For this particular reason, as when I was recovering from my heart condition, my wife wouldn't let me see or use the phone for about six months. Not that I was arguing or had the energy to do so. When she thought the time was right, I then read all those lovely, wonderful messages from concerned people, of course, mostly spur supporters, for which I'll always be be so grateful and own up to being brought to tears with some of them. The one that stays in my memory was an email that said, Steve, we hope that you fully recover, get back to normal. And yet you might be surprised by the fact that we, writing, are three older Arsenal supporters. And the reason why we're sending you this message and our thoughts is because we know and recognize a good opponent when we see one. So I'm never going to forget that very special thinking by a group of, yes, misguided, uh, but also so respectful gentlemen. While I'm in this reflective mood, I want to mention my mum, Joyce, uh, regarding Mother's Day. With this recollection uh, of her from my younger days, she, uh, Joyce, was a talker and would take the chance to talk to anyone or everyone who would listen to her ramblings in any situation. So I heard this from about five years of age relating to probably, I think she was talking to new mothers at the time that within bringing up three boys, the oldest got everything on offer, especially inoculations, whereas the second son probably got only about 60% of what, what the oldest one got. And then when the third son came along, me, I didn't bother with most of them. So of course this hit home to me, and eventually when brave enough, Probably about ten years old, I said to her one day, "Mum, what's all that about, and why did I did I not get the protection that these injections offered?" She quickly answered, "Answered. I shouldn't tell that. I shouldn't tell the older two, but they're colourblind." Backed up by the appropriate facial expression that suggested that it was those inoculations that caused their colour blindness. Much later on, now probably within my career, I came back with Mum, I wasn't ever tested for colour blindness either. Again, she looked with knowingly and an experienced expression that said, I don't think so, Steve, do you? I could pick out a white shirt, hopefully. Despite all this, she was a great mum and a proper mum, And the three of us boys know how her character and wit and sometimes old fashioned thinking that I've just described molded us into being decent people. Hopefully this wasn't laziness or such like, but an old fashioned instinct that she had. By the way, this isn't an excuse to tell a hard done by story, as I think we've all had enough of that bullshit in the last week or so. Well, chaps, welcome. Um, Howard and Tom, uh, are you looking forward to Sunday's game? And if you've got some views on the European victory last night, Tom, probably you first, then Howard, um, for your info on the past games to help us even be even more positive than we're becoming already. So, Tom, anything from last night?
1: It was uh, it was good. I thought it was very good. Um, Dynamo Zagreb started very very brightly in the first minute. They almost went through, um, and you could tell they had uh, players with good technique and good industry. Um, but we didn't take long to to take control. I didn't think, and uh, yeah, we we, en- we ended up being deserved winners. I think three or four nil would have been a more um, accurate reflection of the game. Um, was impressed with Lamella, I thought he's making real impact in the games he's playing at the moment. Um, Harry Kane, what more can you say? Just he's he's just an absolute club legend now, special. and we, we're just special. we're just privileged to be uh Tottenham fans during the Harry Kane era. I think, um, in the absence of trophies, he's uh he's just wonderful to watch and he gives us so much, and um. Again, last night he was just he was just immense. And uh, going on to Sunday, I don't know if we ever look forward to these games uh, against Arsenal. Um, by the time they start, you're normally just uh, <laughs> dying for them to end with the with the with the right result for the sake of your heart. But um, but yeah, I'm I'm feeling pretty confident going into it in the way we're playing. Um, Arsenal having had a three thousand mile round trip to Greece as well. Uh, so fingers crossed.
0: Well done, Tom perhaps harry can be rewarded with um some medals by the end of this season who knows howard welcome how Hi, are you
2: i'm very good how are you
0: yeah fine mate thank you anything from last night
2: uh, no just generally as tom said it was a very good performance very professional performance i'm just disappointed that we didn't add more goals to it because there's always a danger when it's only one or two nil um yeah but it should be comfortable for us um It's also interesting the number of changes he made and the players that he brought into those positions. Um, So, Dyer was back, your friend. Yeah. Partnering Sanchez, who looks to be improving each game, I think. Yes. Um, And the rest of them, we've got a pretty good squad, really. And just that we've had this bad blip from from December to a couple of months ago. But now we seem to be back on form. And they play with so much better tempo once we're playing well, then yeah. when, what, what, what's the mentality that goes into a player's head there that says, I've got to take f- five steps back in case you get caught out?
0: Yeah. I I really like the tempo. And I thought the commentary sort of undersold uh, the Zagreb team. Uh, you, you mentioned it, Tom, the way they started. Very sharp. Didn't they move the ball quick? Uh, which bought, Back memories of us playing back in the 70s, Red Star Belgrade, where we didn't get a touch of the ball for 20 minutes, and even our home crowd were applauding their passing and their movement and stuff. So I started to worry when I saw all that. But again, we managed to work ourselves into the game. But I wondered if it was their tempo, Howard, that added to our tempo. Could be. And somebody like Dyer, for instance, you know, almost. Didn't put a foot wrong, but seemed to do everything. You know, Robbo was talking about this in the last podcast. You seem to be doing everything that bit sharper and that bit more positive. Mm. So uh, all in all, I I was was very happy with the performance. And I see some judges today talking about um, Hoiberg's yellow card was planned as if. (laughs) He'd come on and going to be used, of course, in his role. uh, But to actually get a yellow card to clear him up for future games. Well, if I'm right about the commentary underselling uh, Zagreb, I think that game's going to be a bit tougher than what people are thinking about being led by oh it should have been four or five okay it could have been but actually it could have been Mm 2-1 and um I think it would be a completely different game over there but um but who knows so uh but we'll 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 see by the end result of the second leg whether that yellow card was um was worthwhile or not because I think he's a big miss from our team personally So, Howard, come on, give us your Arsenal stuff. Try and make us even more positive.
2: So, going back to a couple of games today, starting with September 1969. We had a league game on the 16th against the Scum, at Scumbry, as it was known in my household.
0: Not rivals.
2: We'll come to that. (laughs) (laughs) The London teams had all started the season badly, and the media were full of stories of how much worse the Southern teams were than their Northern counterparts. For some reason, Terry and I could only get tickets in the clock end, not an experience I would recommend. We were on top from the start and sailed into a 3-0 lead with goals from Chivers, Gilzean and Pratt. Late on, we conceded two, but were comfortable winners 3-2. The scum supporters were very miserable and leaving early. As we stood there, hiding our badges and trying to look unhappy, a guy passed just behind me on crutches. He leant on my shoulder as a Spurs attack came our way. "'Kill the fuckers!" he screamed before leaving." We travelled to Derby for the next match on the Saturday. Derby were captained by the legendary Dave Mackay, who had been sold by Billy Nick. If one is allowed to be critical of the great man, it could maybe that he got rid of some of his best players way too early. Derby were great that day and we were thrashed five nil. In my head it was a terrible game, and I have this image of Mike England passing the ball to one of their strikers. I felt that he got confused and passed to a white shirt. I couldn't find any other reason for it. This disaster of a match led Billy Nick to make changes for our next match versus Sunderland on the 27th. He gave a debut to Steve Peridman. Despite that, we lost 1-0. The other match I've chosen this week was on 29th October 2008. We opened the scoring after 13 minutes from Bentley with an incredible goal scored from inside the centre circle. Bentley was a waste of space. Why on earth did we buy him? It seems to me that every single player who's moved to us from Scum ends up being no good at all. Anyway, Sylvester scored on 37 minutes to one all Gallis scored to give him a 2-1 lead. off after 16 to give him a 3-1 lead. Darren Bent pulled one back with 3-2. Robin Van Persie in the 68th minute made it 4-2. Now, never, ever, ever do we leave a game before the final whistle. But, unusually, on this occasion... We'd come by tube, and Viv, who really does not like queuing, suggested leaving five minutes too early to get ahead of the crowd. After we were four-two down, as we were making our way to the out to the, to the tube station, there was a huge roar. What was it? Game over? Had scum scored again? As we reached the station, someone screamed, and we realised we had scored. So probably lost four-three. The initial roar was for Jenna's booking, but scoring the best goal he'd ever did for Tottenham. Then there was another roar as we all heard Lennon making it four-all, final score. And of course, we've never left the match early since.
0: Well done, Howard. You've learnt your lesson. Um, as per the taking players from the Arsenal, what what other names are you thinking about? David Jenkins was swapped for Jimmy Robertson. David Jenkins was a very strange one. Um, Rowan Ricketts. <laughs>
2: Rowan Ricketts. Is, that's yeah, he didn't, he didn't play enough to to register. I don't think. And who was um, the centre back that Bill Nick Willie won. Young?
0: Willie Young L- went
2: the other way. L- Laurie Brown. Laurie
0: Brown. Laurie yeah. Brown is the yeah. one that um, some of the players when I got in the team used to speak about. They couldn't quite understand that that signing. Um, you're right, Howard. That five nil. Uh, defeat at Derby with Dave Mackay in complete control of the whole pitch, the referee, the crowd, the lot. Um, I was 13th man, bearing in mind there was 11 playing and one substitute. So I wasn't used and it's probably the best game I've ever missed out on. Uh, I wasn't expecting to be involved. I was taken for the the journey as such. Um, And, You remember the Mike England incident. I remember uh, Willie Carlin, about a five foot three midfield player scoring from a header from a corner. You can imagine Bill Nicholson's reaction to that. So thank you, Tom and Howard, uh, with your input. um, As usual, Um, I've given my Zagreb opinion already, so we'll leave that there. Uh, regarding Arsenal from my past, um, my first game against them was on September the 5th, 1970, with a 2-0 loss at Highbury. It should have been the end of the previous season, um, because I was in the first team and I was playing almost every game. Um, But because I played in the FA Youth Cup final against Coventry on the Friday night, the Arsenal fixture at home was on the Saturday a night later. So I was kept out of that first team game. And my last game being on January the 1st, 1986, uh, with a a nil-nil draw again at Highbury. So in between those dates, um, 15 and a half years of competition, where those three older Arsenal supporters I, I mentioned earlier judged me as being a good opponent, which I'm very proud to be thought of as such. I'd like to remind you of my decision to join Tottenham Hotspurs as a 15-year-old from living in Northolt, West London, and that involved turning down particularly uh, West Ham United and qPR but also Arsenal who but who were really not strong contenders uh, not because of any other reason then i didn 't feel comfortable there on the odd training occasion I went to to um, Highbury, but more importantly. They never gave me the impression of being totally committed to to getting my signature. So probably more to do with a young schoolboy's instincts, like my mother had, as described, of where I'd have the best chance helped by being happier and being appreciated. Not a bad judgment, as it turned out, as I wouldn't change not one thing about my long association with the mighty Tottenham Hotspur as a player ever since my making my and only my decision way back then. The, ce- the decision to return under uh, or in Sugar's reign was an extremely poor decision, but was more about my loyalty to what I considered my Spurs and Aussie. But in that era, probably only Aussie deserved uh, to have Steve Perman alongside him, which was proven by our success in Japan, which could have maybe should have been at Tottenham Hotspur in different circumstances. So to finish... um, Best of luck to our boys over the weekend. Very important game. But to any Spurs team that's playing, youths, under-21s or ladies, for instance, as we're all part of the same family, um, I've sent some books out this week uh, for Mother's Day presents. So thank you for, for the people that ordered those. And just a heads up on um, the talk next week, which, of course, is going to be about... Um, not the midweek game, the the, the second leg of, of Zagreb, but the Aston Villa game at the weekend. I'm going to be talking about, because I've done it on a, another podcast, I'm going to be talking about, the, everyone always wants me to tame, name my best 11 that I played with. And I'm very lax to do that. So I told this particular podcast that I'd only do it if I could name a squad. So it's sort of an easy way out, but that's my decision. So um, you may have your own thoughts on it. Um, I've gone for Pat Jennings, Ray Clements, Chris hutton Cyril Knowles, Mike England, Graham Roberts, Phil Bill, Glenn Hoddle, Ozzy Ardiles, Alan Mullery, Peters, uh, Greaves, Gilzine, Chivers, Archibald, Galvin. And I think I would put myself in that squad as a, a, a possible replacement should should they get injuries. But I'll explain a bit more of that um, next week in the next podcast. And um, and yeah, so good luck to all our to all our teams, especially the first team going to the Emirates, and uh, you know make sure you shout from your living room and uh, they'll get the feeling through the vibes that you're, you're sending them of uh, hopefully push them onto a victory. So thanks for listening and come on you Spurs. Okay.